0: Welcome to the Marriage Puzzle Podcast with Julie and Thomas Hobby. We are marriage coaches who help couples with pain points about money, intimacy, and communication go from being overwhelmed to being secure in their marriage.
1: If this is your first time listening to us, thanks for checking out our podcast. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating and a review. Let's dive into this episode. Are you bored in your marriage? Sometimes things just start feeling stale, or you get bored, or you just feel like you're in a rut. And it's okay. That stuff happens sometimes. And we're here to help you through that. We're going to give you five reasons why this sometimes happens and some tips on how to break free from it.
0: The first reason you could be bored in your marriage is you've stopped asking your spouse questions. You've you've stopped learning new things about them. So, you know, you, you marry your spouse because something fascinated you about them um but there was
1: something special
0: yeah like you wanted to get married and then time goes on and you could say like things changed and and you you get bored um but if you look at your life now versus 10 years ago it's it's different right like it should be different and so is your I guarantee spouse. it's different <laughs> <laughs> you should be growing or uh, growing up <laughs> But so is your spouse. And so they've changed too. And you might think you know them, but you need to keep asking questions to learn something new about them as years, as months, as days go by. And so, um, ways you can do that to, to not stay bored in your marriage is um, even daily, you know, or I guess weekly it would be, what, ask them, what was the best thing that happened this week? and what was the worst thing that happened if if you're just kind of stale on the conversation yeah those, those are good questions to ask
1: those are a couple simple like beginner style questions to just kind of get the ball rolling and you can then elaborate on those questions a little bit more you know like if i asked you what was the best thing that happened this week happened to you this week you may have already told me that in the course of our conversation throughout the week but you would have told me about it more so in real time just as a story. But then when you think back about what was the best thing that happened, you'll pick that out as the best thing. And then I'll be able to just say, tell me why it was the best thing. Mm -hmm. And you will elaborate on that in a different way than you did earlier in the week, which might give me a reason, a way to learn something new about you.
0: Yeah. I think asking questions, um, again, you think you know your spouse, but Thomas and I have been married for over 15 and a half years. <laughs> um, it'll be 16 years uh, this September. And we've still invested in these like conversation starter cards. They're out there. A lot of companies, a lot of people create them. Mm-hmm. Um, and you might think of that as like, oh, that's just a silly icebreaker at a game or a group uh, a game at a at a party I mean yeah. yeah. <laughs> say an icebreaker game that you would play at a party or getting to know a new friend mm-hmm. and you probably think that's silly to do with your spouse but when we did that we didn't go through the whole deck one night just a few cards over dinner or here and there um it it really helps us get to keep getting to know each other or spark memories or conversations and that's why we didn't go through the whole deck cuz like you said, you just kind of ask a question that sparks another question and so forth. And before you know it, you can engage again in these deep conversations with your spouse and you feel like you're getting to know a new friend, a new a new person, mm-hmm. but then it's not boring. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, I mean, something to think about is in reality, all of us are probably a little different today than we were yesterday. And if that's the case... There may be something new today that you didn't know yesterday, and so asking these questions and always trying to dig a little deeper and, and find something new um, is is really important to keep the ball rolling and keep keep the boredom away. And it's these are just some simple steps on how to start. If you're in that rut, if you're starting to feel bored, we're just giving you trying to get you going in the right direction to get uh, start asking those questions and keep getting to know your spouse a little better.
0: Yeah. And then the last tip we would give on this first reason of m- why you might be bored in your marriage is something we've mentioned before on other episodes, but to keep a, a talk list. Mm-hmm. Um, we'd encourage you to start with this like weekly talk, but um, you could get to it, you know, daily too whatever your capacity is. But um something that's different than the just common coming and going schedule talk mm-hmm. hi bye how was your day you know did you get your lunch did you bring your lunch <laughs> um but uh just as you're either at work at home whatever your routine is think of things to tell your spouse or think of things to ask your spouse like mm-hmm. we said and make a list you know we do this thomas night and I, in our phone and then we share that list so he can see it and kind of spark the conversation. Hey, I saw you added this to our talk list. What? Tell me about that. Or I can remember. Um, and we had to schedule that talk time for us to get in that habit mm-hmm. but now we it just kind of comes naturally that whenever we have that little moment um usually it's like in the car for driving we don't know what to talk about mm-hmm. it's like hey pull up the talk list what are what do we have here and that's that keeps us engaged in what's going on in each other's life It uh, kind of getting to know each other but also keeps us talking instead of tuning out um Doing our own thing and getting bored.
1: Yeah, it's a a really great list or great tip for multiple reasons. One, a lot of times just in our daily routine, we can forget what we wanted to talk to our spouse about. So you can think, oh, I can't wait to tell Julie that. And then by the time we get around to talking about it, so many things have happened. It's just gone from my memory and it just never comes back up again. Um, So so helping you remember is one reason, um, but to really kind of just keep spurring on that conversation and to always have something to talk about because the list Mm -hmm. will likely keep growing. I mean, Mm -hmm. in the beginning, you may feel like you're going to get through everything, but I would imagine you probably won't. You'll probably surprise yourself and think that and see there's a lot more that you'll be able to keep adding to that list to keep the conversation going. Yeah. Um, The second reason that things... Uh, tend to start feeling stale, or, or you start to feel that boredom feeling coming on, is you don't know each other's love languages, and you know we talk about this quite often. So we're just going to run through these pretty quickly. Uh, the five love languages are quality time, physical touch, gifts, words of affirmation, and acts of service. And um, there's there can be a few things here. You either don't know don't know them. You know you don't know your spouse's, you don't know your own. Um, they may have changed over time. I know mine has changed over time and, um, or you haven't discussed it with your spouse. So maybe you know each other's love language, but you haven't asked them, what are some things that I can do in your love language that will, that you'll feel loved. Um, so for, you know, acts of service, it could be doing a certain chore or something like that, but you know, um, quality time, make sure you give me, 30 minutes of uninterrupted talk time. So something like that, asking your spouse how they can feel loved in their love language so you can start to pinpoint that and hit it. And, you know, again, be careful, though, if you just keep doing that same thing, you could return right back to this boredom phase, but go back to the one we just talked about. Keep talking and learning about your spouse. And you can develop those new ways to show them love in their love language.
0: I think a lot of couples overlook this because, you know, like you said, they they don't know where they're like, yep, been there, done that, I took that five years ago. This is what it is. And then what you said, you know, like, have you discussed it with your spouse? Because um, if you're not familiar with the the love languages you are going to tend to show your spouse love the way you actually want to receive love Mm -hmm. and then that's where conflict comes in because you think you're loving them and showing them yeah. but they're they're not their tank's not getting full.
1: Yeah, you could be showing them love on a level ten for you, but it could be a level one for them,
0: mm-hmm. and then vice versa. And and so I think discovering it about it's not just so that you know the information; it's something that you guys get to discuss together and learn about each other, and then go further than just knowing what like mine's words words of affirmation. Thomas has asked me; it's been a learning like years of learning. Okay, so is that this, Mm -hmm. you know, is that if I do if I do this or say this, is it am I doing it right? You know, Mm -hmm. is that words of affirmation or, you know, there's so many even Instagram accounts and like books out there, whatever. Just dive in. It literally can give you ideas of um, how to show your spouse's love language toward Mm -hmm. them. That's the key here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Not just knowing your your own but knowing your spouses.
0: Yeah. Then the third reason that we were going to talk about with why you might be bored is um, you can get stuck in a daily routine. You know, if you've been married for a while, um, I'd say routines are great. Um, it keeps your life on track.
1: My wife thrives on routines. <laughs> it's like I
0: like routine, but you have to know that routines may not be friendly for your marriage um you you know you feel like you're doing the same thing over and over again. You might need to find a new way to change it up for the sake of your relationship mm-hmm. um and so you know you kind of say that said this with like acts of service, maybe one of the things you could change up is do one of your sports your spouse's chores for the week, <laughs> yeah,
1: just randomly not not necessarily talking to them about it, but just you know figure out something they do I'm gonna do that for them this week and just kind of switch it up uh, you can also discuss it and say hey let's let's trade two chores this week so that we're doing something for each other and then you kind of get it will naturally change it up you'll get into the other person's shoes a little bit and see what they're doing uh, that's definitely a good way to help uh, cure boredom you could also just try something new in the bedroom
0: <laughs> spice it up there yeah i'll just say most people will say spice it up in the bedroom but you're you know I'm like oh spice up in the house the housework the chores um but yeah I'll echo that of try something new in the bedroom or you might need to just get back to the bedroom mm-hmm. I know that's cliche but that's gonna that could be a whole nother <laughs> episode and it probably um, will yeah I'm like bored and in, in your you know sex life in your marriage but it could start there um and it could start with chores it could Start with chores and end in the bedroom. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And um, the last tip we have on this one is maybe take a staycation day together. So both of you take a day off from work um, and find something to do together just for the whole day. But this one's tricky. You got to set some ground rules for this one. So you probably want to make sure that you're not doing chores on this day. You're not uh, running errands on this day or anything like that. Just time together. So maybe you put it in your budget that you're going to eat out all three meals that day. And that's okay if you want to do that. You know, that way you're getting different experiences or you want to go and do shopping or something, but find some little things that you can do in this day and just enjoy the day together because that will be a hard stop change of pace from your daily routine of going to work every day.
0: Yeah, I think people take time off for vacation. So, you know, probably a week at a time, at least um, at family vacation or if they're sick. And they probably don't think of the like, well, I don't have a reason just to take off and spend time with my spouse. Mm-hmm. And if you're listening to this episode, the the week that it it uh, actually aired live um, and you have school age children, you probably have one more week. Mm-hmm. If you can pull this off with your job, but may not be. Uh, you might need to plan ahead into the next school year, but I was going to say you have one more week to um, take take some time off just you and your spouse while your kids are still in school Mm -hmm. and um, that's something that Thomas and I've really enjoyed we've gone up to a theme park for a few hours Mm -hmm. or caught lunch together or something and it just gets us out of that daily routine and um, doesn't have to be um, you know an, an evening romantic getaway just to have a fun day together
1: yeah and the fourth reason is that sometimes you think just being together is the same thing as spending quality time together, and this can look a lot of different ways. Um, it could be that you know, if you have if you have kids, it could be that you only spend family time together and you don't separate any time out just for couple time, mm-hmm. which is vital in that scenario. Right. Um, it uh, it could be that you know, maybe you don't have kids and you're um, just choosing to eat out most meals so that you don't have to cook, which can be okay, um, but <clears throat> it makes it turn into just a routine, you know, okay, this, th- if you're cooking at home every night, that's, that's your thing. If you're going out to eat instead of cooking at home, it's kind of the same thing. Like you're just doing it because you have to get it done versus, planned date night so you have to figure out how to differentiate like if, if you're choosing to go out to eat at every meal that's your own choice but you have to figure out what's the dividing line between this is just a routine everyday dinner or meal versus this is an actual date how do you differentiate that maybe that's how you dress up for it to go out for a date or something like that so you have to figure out how to break that routine a or little do bit.
0: something else with it like we try to you know right. most of our dates we have to eat because of the time if Mm -hmm. we get a sitter and we go out but um but we're usually then doing something else whether it's dinner and dessert when Mm -hmm. we try to go somewhere different for dessert um or a walk or another activity that makes it more yeah yeah, Mm -hmm. like a date than just like oh we just went to dinner because we had to eat
1: yeah um the other thing is this could um also just be the opposite of having a date night could just be you're just hanging out at home. You just get stuck in the routine of, you know, you're just spending time together, but you just stay at home every night and you just sit on the couch and watch TV. And that's okay a lot of nights, but you still have to take that extra step sometimes and differentiate spending time on together spending time together just hanging out on the couch and do something different. You can stay at home but figure out how to do something different, play a game, look up something to talk about, you know, watch a YouTube video and learn something new or something like that. Just find something to break that habit um, so that it actually turns into quality time together, not just time together.
0: And then the last reason why um, we think you could be bored in your marriage is frankly, you have a false sense of reality. Um, There's so many like influencers out there, just things at our fingertips that it's it's easy to start looking at your relationship with your spouse through the lens of someone else that we either follow on social media or a reality show we watch I I was just telling Thomas before we hit record like uh, reality shows have been around for a long time um even you know love reality shows if you've watched Bachelor or Bachelorette but there are so many more coming out even just Netflix and stuff that I'm like it's just what's out there it's kind of normal to see these false relationships and quick relationships Mm -hmm. and reality that maybe we know that Mm -hmm. uh you're watching a reality show but when you're watching it you can get so sucked into being like my spouse isn't like that or I wish someone said that to me or did that or treated me that way and it's it makes me laugh <laughs> but <laughs> your but spouse an, doesn't
1: have a personal writer or yeah. an unlimited budget or in anything an like editor that
0: <laughs> telling them maybe what they're supposed to say but yeah or editing the awkward parts out and that's why I'm like I think we deep down know that it's not real mm-hmm. but yet if we allow and I'm not saying ban yourself from them but you you just have to like put the lens on and not compare you and your spouse to what you're watching or what you're scrolling past. Right. And so you really need to recalibrate your, you know, your lens to be grateful for the man or woman that you did marry mm-hmm. like you and your marriage um, while you're flooded with this other <laughs> false reality. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So a couple things that you can do to help with that is maybe you just want to write down some of the things that you love about your spouse that will help you kind of recalibrate that lens. You see all these things on TV or on social media, but then if you just kind of take a step back and be like, what does my spouse do for me? You know, and it could just be that they go to work and they bring home the income and that's something that you love about them for your family. That's okay. If it's a normal everyday thing that they're supposed to do, it could be, something totally different it could be that they make the bed you know they're they're better at making the bed than you are or something like that um something totally simple
0: i was saying like don't don't overthink that then i mean you you can take the first step to show more appreciation more love for your spouse and just change something up Mm -hmm. um so that you're you're not bored and um but don't overthink it and think it has to be this big magical um, change in your marriage to get out of this, um, feeling of boredom, um, but you, the, you know, the one listening to this, whether you listen to this with your spouse or not, like, you can make a difference, um, something that, I can't remember when you started doing this for me, Thomas, but, um, it, it wasn't done before we started doing this podcast, so I don't know what made you start it. Maybe we're talking about appreciation, and he just thought of... <laughs> you haven't act. told the
1: story yet. No one what, knows what you're what talking about. What he
0: does every morning um, is I... We wake up at the Almost same time. every morning. Yes. Um, 99... 98% <laughs> of the time, I wake up and my coffee pot is on. Um So... My I don't drink coffee. Yes. No. So it's not for him. He solely turns it on for me because he knows that I'm going to make coffee first thing in the morning. Um, and like I said, that has not been around for 15 years of our marriage. That was something that he on his own started. Um, we didn't have a conversation about it, but it was just like this one, like I said, just have a simple thing that you can show more appreciation, more love towards your spouse. And I've had to communicate that that one little act makes me feel so special um and I have to remember not to take that for granted and to thank him for thinking of me each morning but this morning (laughs) um I didn't just walk down to the normal Keurig being on coffee was in my my mug it was hot it was like he knew I was coming down the stairs and I like started tearing up now I am pregnant so (laughs) was a little bit extra (laughs) but I was like wow like you took it one more step and that just made me feel so appreciated Mm -hmm. and so that's why I'm saying like don't overthink it just do one little thing and hopefully your spouse will recognize it (laughs) Um, but if not, then just keep doing it or try something out there, mm-hmm. little thing. And at the end of it, you won't be bored because you'll be doing new things.
1: Well, and and it just takes one little thing to get the momentum rolling. And so if you do that one little thing, then your relationship can build on that, and it can evolve, and it can grow, and get bigger and better. And you'll before you know it, you'll be out of a feeling of boredom so well thanks so much for being here and tuning in with us Um, let us know which one of these you're going to try we'd love to hear about it uh, this week so you can go follow us on social media facebook and instagram at marriage puzzle we'll be posting about this throughout the week and comment and let us know what you're trying this week Um, And let us know if you got to listen to this with your spouse or if you sent it to them uh, after you listen to to it. Um, So uh, we love to hear from you and uh, hear what's going on in your relationships. Um, You can always go and check us out on marriagepuzzle.com as well. And you can uh, schedule a discovery call with us there for marriage coaching, two on two couples marriage coaching. And uh, we would love to hear from you and work with you directly on that as well. But as always, we look forward to you joining us next week. We're together we'll work on marriage one puzzle piece at a time. See you later.
0: Talk to you soon.